Welcome to another episode of The Shredder Show, and today we're going to talk to you about five ways to overcome emotional eating. Before we begin, we have got Valentine's Day that has just happened, and we have a huge Valentine's sale which is on, where you can get two for the price of one, so you basically get a free program for your partner. If this is something you're interested in, message me on Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, Facebook, wherever you like. Valentine's Day sale, and I can send you over some more information. Shameless plug, now we'll get into the podcast. So emotional eating is one of the biggest challenges I see people having when it comes to getting in shape, losing weight, and ultimately achieving the look you want in terms of with your body and also having full self-control of your mind. Now, we're going to go through five really specific ways you can focus on um, improving the way you handle emotional eating. So this is no longer a challenge for you. So we can take these by step by step. So and these are all things we work with all of our clients at Charlie Johnson, sorry, Charlie Johnson Fitness, CJ Coaching to overcome because yes, we can give you guidance. Yes, we can give you the greatest meal plan in the world. We can give you the greatest supplement protocol in the world, the greatest workout plan in the world. But if your head is not in the right place, you will not see the results you want because you will not be able to adhere to things quickly. So we have to really focus on and nail this down. Now, another one thing comes to handling emotional eating is identifying the triggers. So understanding what emotions or events trigger you desire, sorry, trigger you desire to eat more, eat junk food, and we need to find ways to cope with them. So keeping a food and mood journal can be a helpful way of identifying these patterns. So a really good thing you can do is track what you eat every single day, which I highly recommend for achieving results alongside tracking your body weight. But then also like if if you go off plan or you end up overeating or like I went to the cheesecake factory last night, had half a cheesecake, what triggered you to do that? Like for me, I know that if I go overboard, I can get a little bit of the fuck it mentality. And you listen to this right now, now probably resonate with the whole fuck it mentality of like, if I have one bite of cheesecake, I'm going to eat the entire cheesecake. So I have a very much all or nothing mentality and that's the way I work. But I'm also logical enough to understand that, say with my current fitness goals, I am trying to add as much muscle tissue as possible. That now is the time that I, if I want to have a bit of extra food, then that's something I can have. If I was dieting and trying to lose body fat, the sole way that's going to happen, and this is probably you here listening to this, is you being in the calorie surplus. Uh, sorry, calorie deficit. So your body burning more calories every single day than it consumes. So then your body would use adipose tissue, body fat, for fuel. So if you start having extra food in that situation, it's literally royally going to fuck up your progress. So this is a really important thing to understand is being aligned with your habits and your goals. And this can very much come back to obviously the emotional eating. So identify what triggers you. So common things for this can be the big one, stress, arguments with your partner, financial stress, being really, really tired and overworked. Sometimes when I'm just like shattered, I've spent eight, 10 hours on my computer, on Zoom calls, doing podcasting, whatever. Then I would love to just sit on the sofa and I'd love nothing more than just to eat a Domino's pizza and just be a slob. However, I know that's against the values of who I am and what I want to achieve. And I hold myself to a higher standard. So something's really important. Identify what's triggering you and be aware that you're trying to hold yourself to a higher standards. A very important thing I would say with this that can help is also setting goals. So I set goals, business goals and personal goals. Every week I'll set three. Ironically, last week I've got it in front of me. One of them is don't snack on protein bars because I've got a bad habit of eating the salted caramel grenade protein bars as a snack. And I can easily eat two a day and that's an extra 400 odd calories. Now, that doesn't sound a lot, but over a week that adds up quite a lot. And that's the equivalent of like an extra day's food for most people. So one of my goals was not eat protein bars. So if you have something that's triggering you, very easy way to do this is identify this, don't have it around you, you then can't eat it. Very, very simple. Another vice for me would be like, if I had dark chocolate in the fridge, every time I go in the fridge, I'll see, oh, dark chocolate, I'll have a piece. And then a hundred gram bar of dark chocolate has gone in about a day or two days. So 
which is probably five, 600 calories. So being aware of these things really, really helps. Number two is practicing mindfulness. So taking time to focus on the present moment can help to reduce stress and anxiety that may lead to emotional eating. And this can be achieved through meditation, deep breathing, or simply pay attention to your body sensations. So I've actually trying to get the best control of the way I think and feel, which is the biggest superpower you have. I'm just going to look on my phone. I'm currently using an app for meditation, which is called Insight Timer. I'm not into all the woo-woo, humbaya bullshit, to be honest with you. I just like listening to the motivational stuff. And the I use that as a way to start my day correctly and to get my brain aligned with the way I want to think and the person I want to try and be that day. So being mindful of what you do really makes a big difference. And also being mindful when you're eating. So like an example of this would be if you're you find you're just sitting there on the sofa eating Doritos and you don't even realize you're doing it. That's completely unmindful and you don't even realize it's happening. This is how most people go wrong if they're not actually present when they're eating. So when you're eating, if you struggle with this, put your phone away, don't have the TV on, just sit there and eat and appreciate the food you have. This will help. Um, so this is big one, point number two. Number three, um, to overcome emotional eating, if you find what the trigger is, point one, and you've done number point two, which is practical mindfulness, number three is finding alternative ways to cope instead of reaching food. So find alternative ways to deal with your emotions. So for me, a great way to do this is via exercise. So if I'm really pissed off, and I've got like aggression and anger and frustration I want to release, the best way for me to do that is via exercise and I can release all that pent up energy I have. Um, so for me, that works wonderfully well in the form of weight training. Some people like going for a walk, but for me, that doesn't really help because I want to be in a position where at that present moment when I'm working out, I can't think about anything else than what I'm currently doing. Whereas if I'm walking, I can do that without, like with my eyes closed, literally, and my brain can go off thinking about other things and the problems I have. It's not going to help me alleviate the frustrations and stress I have. So if you're going through something right now you're struggling with, you're stressed about, exercise is something really good to channel your energy and drive into. Second thing would be writing your journal, journaling whatever the triggers are. Another one would be talking to a friend. Another one could be um, engaging in hobbies, sports, whatever you enjoy so for me uh i played golf like two weeks ago i'm trying to get back into that a little bit that's a really good way for me to switch off and focus on something that have to be present i like playing paddle now it's like weird tennis with a small tennis racket where you can play off the wall it's pretty fun for me i just like playing sports and like running around and being energetic and that's what helps me to control um emotional eating emotional issues and any challenges that i have number four very simple and this is why clients get such great results and I've actually gone back to this myself now for my own um, training nutrition and my plan to get swole, and that is planning your meals. So having a structured meal plan can help prevent impulsive eating. So meal planning can also help to ensure that you have healthy options readily available when you feel the urge to emotionally eat. So if you have stuff like on the, in your fridge, if you're going to overeat on something, if you're going to eat on chicken breast, steak, whatever it might be, that is going to be better than you going eating chocolate bars, eating candy, all that sort of stuff. Even me talking about protein bars, that's better than me eating a pure chocolate bar, right? You would agree with that. So that in some respects is a better evil to be managing. However, it's an evil to some degree. So you having a structured meal plan is one of the key ways you're going to see progress with your body in terms of knowing how it feels, how different things affect it, because you need to have consistency. Consistency and structure are what equal results. And also eating the same thing every day allows you to have less decisions to make, which helps you alleviate decision fatigue, which is one of the main things we see nowadays in society, where every day we have around 70,000 thoughts that come into our brain. So if you can eliminate the thoughts you're trying to have in terms of like, oh, what should I eat for breakfast? What should I eat for lunch? How many eggs should I have? How much bread should I have? How many grams of rice should I have? How much protein am I supposed to get? How many calories am I supposed to get? And you can very quickly see how this wraps your brain up into a rabbit hole of something that doesn't need to be that complicated. 
And if you're in that position, you don't know what to eat, you don't know how much to eat, you don't know when to eat, reach out to us to see your coaching. We can literally map out exactly for you a bulletproof step-by-step guide in terms of meal plan, worker plan, everything you need to get the results you want. Because it literally is that simple. And then you just get your mind aligned and controlling your emotions, which is the most powerful thing you can do. And then you'll see world-class results. I'm a big believer in trying to eliminate decisions and make your life uh, more simple. Very easy thing I'd like everyone to think about listening to this, MVP. And I'm not talking about basketball, not talking about American football, not talking about sports. I'm talking about minimum viable process. What's the simplest way you can get the end result? I'm inherently a very lazy person, so I seek the most efficient way to get from A to B, and that's exactly what we want to do with you. Point number five, to wrap things up in terms of overcoming emotional eating, is you want to seek support. So talking to a friend, family member, member, even a mental health professional can really help you understand the emotional issues you're having in terms of eating and it can help you have healthier coping mechanisms. Another big thing is obviously having a coach, which is obviously what we do at CJ Coaching. To give an example, our head female coach Jade is absolutely phenomenal with women coming to in this situation. And this is something we tend to see more with women, but it doesn't have to be emotional eating, it can be emotional drinking. People sometimes end up glassing, like you think about a lot of people have a glass of wine in the evening to take the edge off. That's an example of a crutch and you emotionally drinking because you need someone to help you relax. Now, I want to finish this with you taking some defined thought in terms of who you are, what you want to do, and taking some accountability that you emotionally eating is your fault and your responsibility to fix. I hope this episode was helpful. Make sure you leave us a five-star review on iTunes. If you want to take advantage of our Valentine's Day offer, you can buy one, get one free on programs, one for you, one for your loved one, partner or training partner. Message me Valentine's Day 2022 on Instagram. Say you listen to the podcast and we'll see you next episode very soon.